second chancers. As always, it is my pleasure that you've joined me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it as it will help dynamic people such as yourself optimally discover this podcast and add it to their library of favorite podcasts. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I'd love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or a coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support your returning citizens in your organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Today is the last Monday of 2020, and we have now arrived to the season finale of our first season of Second Chance Coaching. We'll take a short break and have the premiere of our second season of Second Chance Coaching on Monday, February 8th, 2021. I want to take the time to thank our worldwide audience for your support of this podcast through your ratings, reviews, subscriptions, and my ability to make contact with so many of you via email, Instagram, Zoom calls, Google phone calls. Our worldwide audience includes so many great people, which include our coaching clients, colleges, universities, other coaches, and of course, family, friends, and loved ones that believe in the mission of Second Chances. This podcast has given me the opportunity to connect with people I would have never had the honor or privilege of meeting, as well as get closer to people I already know, And now all of these people continue to be a deeper part of my circle and would get to know each other on a deeper level. I continue to look forward to the further adventures of Second Chance Coaching and the philosophy of Second Chances via the reentry journey and highlighting the human spirit will bring us. For today's episode, we're going to talk, we're going to speak to and talk to the seven actions one should take in developing and mastering your daily mindset. The first five actions, I must give credit to a young man named Michael Bonnell. You could find his work at www.michael-bonnell.com, and Bonnell is spelled B-O-N-N-E-L-L. Michael is a young man that I have not had the pleasure of meeting as of yet, but he's a young man from Minnesota who's a blogger that really simply looks for ways to inspire the world. What I liked about looking at his blog, that he has a straightforward, simple, effective approach to the subjects he tackles without fear of being vulnerable. And it really is in his vulnerability and straightforward approach is the key to his, is the key to his effectiveness. Are there, are there other people with the same message? Or to be, to be funny, are there other people trying to be like Mike with the same message? Of course there are. But what makes him unique is because it's his message. And what makes you unique when you, when you send your voice out there is your message. What makes Richard Lewis unique is that this is Richard Lewis's message. So let's get to these action steps to mastering and developing your daily mindset. The first five steps are from from Michael and the last two I added. The first one is let go of your past. A mentor once told me that you can't change the past. You could only learn from it. He told me, imagine life is like you riding in a car. You're sitting in the driver's seat and you're in the present. So sitting in the driver's seat would represent your present. And you're doing everything that you're doing in the present to have a smooth ride and to get along and do things well. And your windshield would represent your future because your windshield, you see a big, wide, clear view 
of what lies ahead and what's important to you. In the rearview mirror would represent your past. And it's small. And so why is your rearview mirror small? Because what has happened is not as important as what is in front of you. What are you doing right now? Because there's something unique about the past. The past, no matter how much we speak on it, just will not change. The story stays the same. I remember when I first came home from being incarcerated and I was putting my life together, I was watching and concentrating on everyone else's progress in their lives. And through watching them, I allowed myself to feel marginalized or what we call in the neighborhood, I was player hating, quote unquote. I felt angry because I felt I was running behind everyone. I was mad at myself. I was mad at being incarcerated. I was mad at the people and circumstances that I felt wrongly got me in the situation that I was in. And then of course, when those feelings came about, I spoke to the wise sage that was, that was and is my mother. And when I would express those grievances to her, my expectation was for her to feel sorry for me, to help me lick my wounds, and to just be a mom as the way in which I wanted her to be. But mom didn't do that. She said to me that no matter how many times you play the past in your mind, what has happened has not changed. Remember, you're in the driver's seat and your windshield has a panoramic view of all the possibilities. But she said, you're not concentrating on those possibilities because you're too busy looking in the rear view mirror constantly. Learn the lessons of the past, take a different route because what's in front of you, you have the ability to take a different route. So you don't repeat the, don't repeat the mistakes that you've made. And then she said, you gotta forgive others so you can release yourself from that pain. But before you could get to the point of forgiving others, you have to forgive yourself first. You forgive, but you don't forget. You, don't, you, you remember not to hold grievances, but you remember because you wanna learn those lessons. And then you forgive to release yourself. You forgive yourself and you forgive them to release yourself so you can think clearly in the present and receive the possibilities and the blessings of the future. The second action step, acknowledge your thoughts and push aside negative ones. We're in the midst of the holiday season and due to the COVID pandemic, I'm spending it primarily physically by myself for the most part. And let me tell you, it absolutely sucks. Some people will speak to you and say, or some say, have said to me, you know, just get past it. But I will say, respectfully suggest and tell you, as I told myself, before you get past it, I had to acknowledge those feelings and let those feelings run their course. Whether I was sad, whether I cried, whether I was sitting in my quiet time, but my objective was not to stay in that place. After giving myself that time, I concentrated on positive things. I concentrated on, on going to the gym to work out, walking on the beach, reading, cleaning around the house. And then of course, being in the house by myself doesn't stop me from connecting and speaking to my family via FaceTime, Zoom, and having those conversations with them as part of being good to myself. Pushing aside those negative thoughts allows me to not stay in a negative place. You have those negative thoughts, acknowledge them, but push them aside. You don't have to stay in that place. Number three, create a positive environment around you. Your environment is your, the people, places, and things in your orbit, in your circle. Remember, whether it's your personal, professional, or academic circles, remember you are the CEO, the boss, the president, the chairperson of the board of your environment. Simply take a list. Who's adding value to your environment? 
If they're adding value to your life or your environment, then you keep them and you look for more people that you could that can add to your add value to your environment. And hopefully you're adding value to their environment. But also you take a look and see who's subtracting value. Identify and fire those people that are subtracting value for your from your environment. People are in your life for a season or reason, maybe a lifetime or maybe not. But if they're subtracting value from your environment, there's no place for them in your environment. Then you may have someone who's not adding, but certainly they're not subtracting either. They're just there. They're just taking up space. If they're just taking up space, fire them too. When in part of creating that positive environment around you, I, I had a conversation with a coaching client and I said to them, to create that positive environment around you, certainly take inventory of who's in your life. Keep the adders, get rid of the subtractors and get rid of the people that are just taking up space. But for you, make sure that you do one activity daily, just one. Start with one activity that's about you. That's about your happiness, your positivity, your wellness, your upliftment. Eventually, you might find yourself doing two or three a day, maybe two or three every week, whatever, whatever, it, it, whatever helps you. After about a month, you'll start seeing that your environment, the positivity in your environment will be on an upward trajectory. And that's a great thing. Number four, set goals and follow your dreams. Last week, we talked about the vision board and that process. Two weeks ago, we talked about adapting to change, developing a habit and creating momentum. Refer back to those podcast episodes so you could hear those things in detail, but I'll give you the Reader's Digest version of what it is that we talked about. Basically, you want to really set your end goal, set, the de- set what the goal is that you want to do, whether it's losing weight, getting a degree, set your end goal and establish your beginning point. What do you have to do to start to get to the end? Then you fill in all the important details regarding time, regarding what you need to do, the resources you need to take that you need to undertake this mission. And then once it's established, make sure that you hunker down and have the discipline, commitment, and passion to go to go through the process and get to that goal. But remember, the victory is already in the journey. The victory is that you're taking on that journey and you're reaping the benefits of that process. Number five, practice gratitude daily. Every morning and every night when I do my meditation and prayer exercises, I always talk about five things daily that I'm grateful for. In 2020, this has been a year of indescribable change, adjustments, and tragedies for all of us. But there's always something to be grateful for. There's always five things minimum that you could be grateful for. Number one, some of the things that I'm grateful for. Number one, I thank God every day that I wake up to good physical and mental health. Two, I'm grateful that I'm employed and I have the ability to support myself. Three, I'm grateful that I have a roof above my head, food in my mouth, and clothes on my back. Four, in 2020, I'm grateful that I found my voice, that I have become a champion of second chances. I'm grateful that I found you and you've welcomed me into your environment by listening to this podcast. Five, I'm grateful that I have a family that loves me and I love them all with all my heart. Like I said, I have more than just these five, but those are just five things that I'm grateful for. And when you find those things that you're grateful for, that just opens up so many doors to so many possibilities because you're not worried about the negative things anymore. You you have things that you're grateful for and you keep running after that gratitude. Let's go to the two additional steps. Those those first five are what Michael Bunnell shared with us. Let's go to the two additional steps that I added to mastering and developing your daily mindset. Number six. 
have patience. Your greatness has yet to be determined, but it's on its way. When you're planting seeds, and we talked about this last week, when you're planting seeds, that is your sowing season. You can't get the fruits of your labor in the same season in which you're sowing. Sometimes immediate changes do happen, but more often than not, it takes time. You need to be consistent, patient. Lack of patience could take us away from our greatness. Because remember, as you're, so, as, you're, as you're sowing and as you're planting those seeds, you never know. You, have, you never know when you're one step away from this step that's going to change your life, one step away from that greatness. And when you continue to sow and you continue to be patient, you continue to be consistent. Remember, you're one step away, one inch away, one connection away from your life being changed forever. That step, that inch, that connection could be a two to four year process. It could be 10 to 15 years. It could be only one to three years. It could be only one to three weeks. But no matter how long it takes, are you willing to wait for that to happen and put in the work for that to happen? The seventh and last step, cancel fear and embrace change. What were you afraid of one year ago today? I can't remember exactly to this day what I was afraid of a year ago, but I do know that I'm different today and I'm different for the better because I embraced the changes that came along. Last year, I could tell you, I faced a lot of professional and personal challenges. Now, are all those challenges gone? They're not all gone, but I could certainly tell you this year in 2020, things are a lot better this year than it was in 2019. I go back to a lot of what mom said as far as embracing challenge, embracing change and canceling fear. Mom used to say, all you have to do is pray. Keep your head clear. Look at the windshield. Look at all the possibilities in that panoramic view. Embrace those possibilities. Embrace the change. Discover your passion. Fulfill your purpose. And find your voice. In 2021, I want you to make the promise to yourself to find that passion. Find that purpose. Find your voice. Remember, the full view is right in front of you. It's just waiting for you to master your daily mindset and take that action. If you want to work on taking that action together, mastering that daily mindset, I'd love to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, whether you are that returning citizen, that coaching client looking for their second chance, or you're a representative of a business college or university. Please feel free. Contact me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, you have been blessed to see another day. You've been blessed with your second chance, so make the best of it. I wanna wish you, yours, and your family, loved ones, a very happy, healthy, joyous, and safe 2021. I love you all. Take care and be well.